0: So I came across an article today on Vulture.com titled The Limits of the Woman's Redemption Plot. This is written by Catherine Van Arendonk, or I think Arundonk, I'm sorry. And so she makes the case for Hollywood using the redemption genre to revisit women who suffered and endured ignominy at the helm of some powerful men. But Hollywood fails to redeem them, subsequently re-victimizing them for the sake of entertainment. So in the article, she talks about empathy tourism. And she says that to say that we... So lately it's a growing trend where we are revisiting a moment in our history where women were humiliated and suffered astronomical consequences for mistakes they have made while men picked up and carried on as usual. <laughs> so she she mainly focuses on Janet Jackson, Mo- Monica Lewinsky, Pamela Anderson, Britney Spears, and the growing trend of these docuseries that has been quite dominant in the television and movie world. So recently, there's the Pam and Tommy story, which Is still going. It's an eight-episode docu-series. And so she, Van Arendonk, is talking about these different docu-series and documentaries and how they're not quite, they're basically falling short of telling the story, but also redeeming the victim. I think with Empathy Tourism, it is a it is in response to the Me Too movement and how it has forced the influential people in Hollywood to be more cautious in the way that they tell stories and real-life stories that center around real-life women. But when the objective is to get viewers to empathize with the protagonist, it can sometimes jeopardize the authenticity of the story because the search for empathy would drive the direction of the story, and therefore reshifting the narrative at every point whenever it moves away from the viewer empathizing with the protagonist. So with these redemption arcs, I I think that is where the problem lies. Where where I I guess with the producers and the writers, they're they're wanting to form their alliance with the women so to not be criticized negatively for how the character was portrayed. But as a result, it's not being honest to the entire story. Because when you focus on one specific character and you're too concerned with how that character is portrayed in the overall story, then how can you give an honest portrayal of what took place? So, to revisit a point of ignominy for a public figure, even if the effort is to empathize with that figure, it still gives space for a second coming of public shaming, because essentially to bring up the event then puts that person back in the spotlight, and therefore you're going to have people in support of that person, and then you're going to have their critics. Right, so oh, you, you are re victimizing that person by retelling their story, you know? <laughs> and I, I get it because s- some events in our history are significant enough that they need to be retold, so I get that. Now, I I guess I'm wondering where do we draw the line with that? Like, when should we just put a story to rest and let that person move on with their life? And then when should we risk risk, uh, offending that person and exposing that person to public shame and humiliation all over again? Like, when should we cross that line, I guess, is the question. I don't know. I am watching the Pam and Tom's, Pam and Tommy story, but I do feel like it is re-victimizing Pam because it's dragging out a story in an eight-episode docu-series that doesn't have enough story for the eight episodes. So it's just, it seems long and tedious. And it's, it's not quite entertaining as it should be. (laughs) I mean, I would say the first three episodes, which they aired the first three episodes on the same day. I forgot when it premiered, but they, they, aired the first three episodes all at once and then subsequent weeks it was one episode per week every wednesday and this wednesday they just released episode six now i do agree with van arendonk when she talks about how pam anderson did not contribute to this project And for that reason, it kind of shows in ways that it's lacking because it, it tries too hard to honor Pam so that at the end of it, the viewer is left sympathetic and rooting for her, essentially. But at the same time, it makes her look so wholesome and so innocent that it almost makes her look childlike like like she's incapable of defending herself because they're trying way too hard to make her look better than everybody else and everybody else is coming across like villains in this this that's what i'm left with whenever i look at this series now the janet jackson series um that documentary i did not see but Catherine Van Arendonk, she does say she calls it underwhelming. And she says that because Janet Jackson is a part of, she was a part of that project. So she feels like maybe her personal bias kind of hindered what could have become of that documentary. I really don't have much to say about that since I haven't seen it, so... But it sounds like everyone else who did see it did love it, although I'm not sure if Janet Jackson's intentions was to focus on the Super Bowl incident. So I I know she did bring it up. I hear she did bring it up. But I don't know if that was the overall objective of that documentary, so... It sounds like Catherine is judging her for, I guess, it's reflection on that moment, but it doesn't... I'm not sure if that was what Janet's goal was for the documentary, to focus on that incident. And then as far as Britney Spears, I will say I did see the documentary, and it did fall short of telling the whole story. I think it focuses too much on the conservatorship and it doesn't tell you a lot of what led to the conservatorship so as someone who just read the headlines and really didn't pay attention to the stories leading up to the conservatorship I think if it would have given more of the backstory of that that would have made it more meaningful. And it sounds like even Britney Spears was left disappointed and dissatisfied with the outcome of that documentary. And it doesn't sound like Britney had anything to do with the documentary. But again, just as someone who was kind of just browsing through the story, not really paying close attention. I was just left looking at it like, okay, so you have a pop star who doesn't have access to her money and has a father who has an abnormal obsession with his daughter, and she's basically like a locked princess. She's locked in her mansion, mind you, but she's a locked princess is what I got from the documentary. And it just it would have had more depth to it if they would have shown the whole story rather than just focusing on the probably it, it, it I would say it was the last few years where it was where she was fighting to end the conservatorship That's what they really focused on, but I was just like, okay, it's not a big deal in comparison with with you know, the Janet Jackson story and Monica Lewinsky, what she went through. To me, the Britney Spears situation didn't seem all that bad of a situation. <laughs> but that that's because, in my opinion, they didn't do a good enough job to tell the story. So, these, these docu-series and these documentaries that are exploiting these victims, they are feeling, sh- they are falling short on telling the the part of the story that matters. I mean, I understand you're not going to tell the whole story because we we get it. It takes time. But you should focus on the facts that led to the disgrace obviously you know you you, sh- you should focus on what got them to that point i mean that's my opinion so <laughs> as for empathy po- tourism it is akin to tragedy porn in the sense that we are watching a public figure at a low point in their career and life for the sake of viewing them and passing judgment on them. So it's interesting, the argument she makes in her article. I didn't view this as a trend, but (laughs) I guess it is a trend because we are seeing more and more of these docu-series pop up, especially especially in the last two to three years. And I do think that when the the subject is not contributing or makes it clear that they do not want the project to go forward, I I do think we, we should respect that and probably leave it for a later time because it does seem like, it loses its authenticity when the subject is not involved in the project because you're not getting that perspective. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, we don't use this term anymore, but I remember in the 90s, I want to say, and probably even earlier than that, they used to, in the publishing world, they used to release, unauthorized biographies and I really liked those because they would be a lot juicier than the biographies that were written by the subject you know like it would be the unauthorized biography of Julia Roberts or Jack Nicholson or you know it would be some some uh controversial figure or maybe not controversial, but basically once you saw that unauthorized title, you knew <laughs> it, it was going to have the stuff in there that they probably wouldn't green light. So you knew it was going to be salacious. And those bios used to be more interesting than the ones that the public figures would write themselves, you know? And so this does have a ring of that to it. It, it, it is similar to that in the sense that the... Well, I I believe with Monica Lewinsky, she did participate in that docu-series, but as far as the Pam and Tommy, she did not participate and she made it clear she does not support it. And she also seems to... I believe she deleted or she may have archived or somewhat her social media right before the promo of Pam and Tommy started to really vamp up in around February, she she released a, a social media post. I forget which platform. And she basically said, this is going to be her last post. So I take it she knew it was about to she was about to be flooded with you know, questions and then she was going to be a trending topic. So she made sure to get out of there before it even took place. But I, I do think when they're not interested in participating, maybe producers should respect that. But it, it is Hollywood. When have they ever respected boundaries, right? But I just found that wording em- empathy tourism interesting and I guess because we now they're, they're using recent history so it's not far enough away that people like pe- people from my generation and on they're still alive and remember these in- these instances in history but there are the younger generations who are not that familiar with it so I get the reason for wanting to revisit those moments in pop culture. But I don't know if it's leading to empathy, but (laughs) that's what she is calling it. That is Catherine uh, Van Arendong. She calls it empathy tourism. But I thought the article was pretty interesting. I would give it a read if you have the time. And that does it for me. I'm going to get out of here. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Catch you next time.